Hi everyone, it's Melissa Pemberton here, host of Mending Families, where we will talk all things parenting, trauma, and healing. Hello everyone to another Mondays with Melissa, although it's not really because I have John here. Say hello to the people. Hi, everyone. Um, Before I chat with this lovely neighbor friend of mine, John Pemberton, just kidding, he lives with me. He's my neighbor because he's sitting next to me. Um, I want to let you guys know about my monthly membership that um, is a free training every month that I provide to you. And it's always about something trauma-informed or connected parenting, or even just, it's not all parents in the group. I have some grandparents, teachers, social workers. So um, you, if you're interested, you can go to my website, www.mendingfamilieswa.com backslash membership. And you can check out all the details there. So the trainings are the first Monday of every month. So you have a couple weeks to um, look into it. And the first training will be in January or the next training will be in January. So, okay, enough of that. John and I are going to talk Christmas today. Are we excited? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. It's actually, what time is it? 8.20 p.m. on the night before this episode drops because... (laughs) That's because our life. It's been the longest week of our entire life. Yeah. So we are cutting it close with, you know, being recording this. Me, I'm going to edit it and it's going to be up and ready for you all to listen to bright and early Monday morning. Um, so we are going to talk Christmas. And I think what I envision for this is for you guys just to hear real talk about how hard Christmas can be. Christmas is magical. It is so much fun. It really is like one of my most favorite holidays, but it's also really hard and for, for lots of different reasons. So we're going to talk about the hard today, um, but also the fun and the good. And I have some questions for John and he's probably going to say, I don't know. I don't remember because he does that a lot, um, but we'll just see how this goes. So, okay, John, my first question for you is what is your most favorite Christmas tradition that we do as a family? Well, I think before I answer that, oh, no. we just need to let the viewers in on like real life. So I just said a minute ago, this has been the longest week of our life. And I just, I think that people can understand, like it just, I see all these like Instagram stories and reels where people talk about like how insane Christmas is now yeah. for kids. And so like on Monday night, our two of our girls were in a ballet hip hop nutcracker show in downtown that went to like 930 at night. The next night, our high schooler had a concert for her choir class at school. The next night, our middle schooler had a choir concert for her school. Thursday night, they had a party to celebrate their nutcracker cracking. (laughs) Friday, we had literally the first night off of the entire week. And then yesterday, Saturday, we had a visit with our son's biological father, which went really well. Rolled that right into a Christmas party with our dear neighborhood friends. <laughs> and be like, here we are on Sunday after we made gingerbread yeah, houses this, today with this like morning. more extended family. I'm, it's literally 830 at night and I just poured a fresh cup of coffee so that I can survive this podcast. So that's just like real life right now in the Pemberton household. And I think in many other households as well. Thank you. Yeah, that's all. I just wanted to say that. Then you asked me something about like a favorite tradition. <laughs> 
Is that right? Yep. What's, what's your, our favorite? One of your tradition? favorite. I feel like I have to put if my I, arm around I, you because we're so close. If I furrow my Speaking brow like... and my forehead, can people see that online? Um, if they're watching on YouTube, but um, probably like five people will watch on All YouTube. Right, It'll right. be like my mom. Um, if I send this to your mom, she'll she'll probably watch. Okay. Um, okay. And that's it. All right. There'll be a lot of brow furrowing. Yeah. And, Most uh, people listen. They don't watch. Okay. That's good. Yep. Okay. Okay. If I have to cough, what do I do? Just cough. I don't have time to edit this. Okay. All right. I'm good now. <laughs> you guys are going to get our family's you get what you get. favorite Christmas tradition. You know, there's a couple. I'll, okay. I'll start with this one and it's going to sound a little bit braggardly, which is not a word, but like, like we're bragging. Do you know what? I would never know if that wasn't a word. You yeah. use such big words. It might actually I never know if that wasn't a word. It might actually be a word okay. braggardly, but okay. So probably, I don't know, 10 years ago. So traditionally we go to some sort of Christmas Eve church type service. Uh, yes. And then we try to go out to dinner afterwards. So yes. that's been a family tradition since as long as we've been married. Um, Which has been longer than 10 years. <laughs> Yeah, I was, was going to say, well, I think that, that I don't know, hmm. uh, the tradition of what I'm going to talk about. So oh. we go out to eat, and then um, we just have always felt strongly that anyone who's serving us a meal on Christmas Eve probably means they're away from their family or their yeah. significant other, and it feels like quite a act of generosity on their part, even though I know they probably have to come to work, but like it just feels like we want to bless them, and so early on we just always try to give like a really big tip to the waitress uh, or, or waiter waiter. or wait staff or wait member or server oh um or yeah. bus person yes and or okay. yeah um anyway <laughs> <laughs> and over the years that's kind of grown uh to where we give quite a bit of money to yeah. uh, uh the person who served us that evening um more so in the years when we were rich, which was one year, um, <laughs> two years ago. Thanks to Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Thanks to Patrick Mahomes. Oh, but, um, Patty. Anyway, it's kind of something where it's really fun at the end of the night when the person serving us, we kind of say, hey, you know, we just want to give you something. And sometimes there's tears. Sometimes there's, they just can't believe it, you know, and we just feel really honored. And it's something that our children have really come to like enjoy. And they've even already talked about like when we're adults, we're going to do this with our families. Yeah. So I think that's it's probably like one of my favorite Christmas traditions right now. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Thanks, John. You're welcome. <laughs> um, have you ever met Santa? Um yeah, Santa and I are pretty close, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. 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 Tell, tell us a little about him. What? <laughs> I think I just heard him. Was... Oh my gosh. Yeah. What's he I mean... like? <laughs> he's pretty jovial yeah i would say that most people enjoy him like a little bossy though no 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 oh, like oh. like people really tend to like him oh um he's just... do you think he likes dogs no oh. no no santa's no no there's actually no dogs allowed of the north pole but he likes reindeer yeah, oh. yeah, reindeer are much different. Than Is it because they live outside? Or um, dogs are? I just I don't really know where you want me to go. Okay, but um, I don't That's like good. dogs, and I don't think Santa. Did Santa ever talk about his elves when you met him? When you're you? Oh, you're close. You're close. Um, I'd love to know what he likes about his elves. I don't really know how to answer that question. Santa, um, he just. 
likes how hard they work during oh i thought it was like the glitter or something maybe maybe glitter okay yeah i'm not really sure what's happening right now next question please (laughs) next question okay so when we got married which is this is typically what happened back in the 40s um before we were born It, it, it this typically is what happens which is a couple gets together, whether they're married or they're dating or whatever. And now all of a sudden you have two families yeah. and trying to figure out like, okay, this is what I always did on Christmas, but this is what you always did on Christmas. So now what do we do? So right. talk to me a little bit about that for us, like maybe over the years, like how was it at first? And then what, what have we developed into? Yeah, that's real life. I think that is a struggle that a lot of people experience and maybe don't even really think about that going into marriage yeah. they don't they have all these preconceived notions of what they used to do with their families or they like to do and then they realize during their first christmas like oh wait a second there's some butting of heads potentially because plans overlap or whatever i think if i remember right i mean we talked on a previous podcast before about the whole santa thing yeah that was the whole yeah. thing we you can visit podcast episode number one to get to Number two to get that whole story. or no one. I was the very first guest, but I think it was probably it after. Was. You probably... No, 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 it was it was episode one. He was right. Anyway, we had a whole Santa fiasco. That's early really on. rare that you're right. So in you our, were just right in our okay. marriage. Um, I'm just gonna skip over that comment. Yep. Um, <laughs> this is what I remember. Well, I think the holidays have always been hard in our family and between yeah. you and me. And part of that, I think, is that as we've shared before. I feel like I have pretty, you know, pretty healthy childhood, pretty good memories around holidays growing up, whereas you had a little bit some different experiences. Although some good memories still of like holidays, yeah. but like holidays have just been tough period for you in the course of our marriage. It's gotten yeah. better. But so I think early on, I was probably like gung ho, like, oh, we're just going to do everything and we'll just go to your parents or, you know, your mom's and then we'll go to my parents and we'll just do the whole thing and everything will be great. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that that was just like, a lot mm-hmm. I think there was a lot of conversation about like this is like too much right like mm-hmm. I wanted to get to I think, I think if I remember right maybe like I wanted to get to my parents house pretty early on Christmas morning yeah and you wanted to go have breakfast at your parents and I was like outrageous yeah because we had a child we had Haley yeah. it was like okay so you want Haley to get up at like 4 a.m so that we can open presents and she can enjoy them for a minute before we go to your mom yeah. and your parents for well, breakfast. I don't know that we were doing breakfast at four in the morning, but I think. No, I was saying to be able to open presents with Haley right. and then let her enjoy them before we then got ready and went to your mom's house. Right. I think it probably so. took, if I remember, maybe two or three or four years where like I really sort of took you at your word that like you wanted to be at home in the morning, just our family and you did not want any pressure to be anywhere. Like that was really important to you. Yeah. It was like, that's wanna... still important to me. And yes, that's oh, right. Oh, you I... said it, it took, oh, like it took that long for you to realize that? Yeah. Oh. And then I was like, oh, she's serious about this. Like, oh, she's like, serious. like, this is not a joke. We're not oh. joking here. <laughs> like she wants to be home and I'll oh, be... she's not laughing. She'll be darned if I tell her where we're going on a Christmas by 10 a.m. Yeah. 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 So that I remember early on. Yeah. And so we've done better at that. Yes. Yeah. I just understand that. Like we're just. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay. So there's that. What about like we now alternate Christmas or no, not Christmas. We now alternate Thanksgiving, which I know we're talking about Christmas, but 
Um, how, do you remember how we got to that? Where like, we got to the point where we said, okay, we're no longer going to try and do both families on Thanksgiving and we're going to do every other year. Yeah. It was just particularly when we had young kids yeah. and it was around nap schedules and, you know, everyone does things different. Everyone has like different parenting styles and what they do around naps and stuff, but we were pretty, we had a pretty good schedule with our kids and we just learned like in those first couple of years when we had the younger kids that it was just hard. Like they just, you know, they just started melting down after a certain, it was like too much for their little bodies to handle, like going to one place and packing up everything and doing all the things and getting them to another place, doing all the things. And it was just really stressful. We, yeah. we didn't find ourselves at the end of the day saying like, we really enjoyed that holiday. It was like, you know, I guess some people say like surviving the holidays, but yeah. it was like, yeah, we like survived it. And then we just realized, like, this is not how we want our holidays to be. And so we are going to make the tough decision to say, hey, like, if we're going to do two families, then it's going to be on different days, you know, or we'll just alternate years. Yeah. I think everyone was pretty much okay with that when yeah. we came to that decision. So, yep. yep. That's good. Um, so let's talk a little bit about how the holidays are hard for us now. Um, so our kids are older with the exception of Naya. He is six. Um, but holidays have become really hard for several reasons. So from my, from my perspective, we're busier because our kids are older and in more activities, such as what John explained at the beginning of this episode. Um, but then also there's like the overstimulation and too much happening and out of our routine and, all the extra stuff that comes with the holidays that causes anxiety and amped up emotions and the inability to control our bodies, more sugar, lots of sugar, so much sugar. Um, and so the, so talk a little bit about that. Like how do we deal with that <laughs> or do we? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it like there's a couple ways to look at it. So one way is just to like embrace the reality that like some of these days are going to be difficult. So one way to look at it is like, we know there's going to be extra sugar. We know that there's extra kids there at the houses. We know that like when cousins get together, it's a blast, but it also can be a lot, especially if you got six or seven or eight or 10 of them in, you know, in a house together. So one way is just like recognizing like, Hey, we know it's going to be stressful and like, let's just breathe through it and just like know that about ourselves, like be self-aware, like it's not going to be a cakewalk. So let's just embrace that reality. The other thing is to actually limit some of that stuff mm -hmm. and to actually make conscious decisions to say, we can't do it all mm -hmm. and we love you all, but like, we can't go to this or we can't go to this, or if we're going to do a gift exchange, it's going to have to be on a different day because we've already done three things and like our son isn't going to be able to handle it. I'm probably not going to be able to handle it. Mm. Um, Very cool. So just like that awareness of either planning ahead or and slash break embracing the, the chaos you yeah know? yeah and i think the most important thing is like putting our kids needs above our own which has always been a hard thing for mm -hmm. me but like just being honest and saying even though i want all of these things for my kids the reality is they may not want it or they may their body may not feel good yeah. after we do all of these things i think you mentioned kind of the overstimulation um for the last couple of Christmases, our son, who is six, has gotten too many presents. Yeah. And I don't even think it's because people have not like respected our boundaries. I think people respected boundaries, but 
when you basically have he has a all, lot of family. We have all of yeah. our extended family here. He then has biological family. He mm -hmm. has extended family. And when you add it all up, like last year when we were opening presents on Christmas morning, he was done after about the fourth present and he had eight more to go. And it oh, was like way more than eight. Yeah. It was like trying to yeah. get like, we just realized like this ain't happening right yeah. now. Yeah. So I think, you know, just being again aware and recognize the situation, not forcing the situation onto the kids, not forcing it like it's Christmas. So we better have fun or mm -hmm. whatever. It's just like, Nope, this is reality right now in this moment. It's too much. So we're going to be done and that's okay. And if we need to open presents for the next six days, yeah, three a day, we'll do that, you know, instead of 18 on one day. What about, you know, um, relatives that maybe don't respect boundaries. I feel like our relatives are pretty good about that. Yeah, I've heard other stories from yeah. people, you know, where they tell, you know, maybe their parents like, hey, this year we're doing whatever, you know, and then like, you know, I think there was one year where it was really popular for a while, where it was like, you get something that you wear, yep. something that you read, something yep. that you can use and something that's that you fun need. or whatever, or you need. Yeah. You know, maybe we tried that for one year, you really wanted to. So I know there's some families who like, try that but then you have grandparents or people who feel like that's not acceptable so then mm -hmm. they want to put it on and so I think that's tough I think it's tough because I think for the most part people are well-intentioned I think for the most part people you know like giving and want to see those things and so I think communication is just really important you yeah. know it's just really important when you're setting that boundary to say hey you may, you may not agree with this but this is like what we're doing this year and it's really important to us that you do that yeah yeah that's hard We've had to have some conversations like that, not, not specifically around Christmas, but, um, th those are hard conversations to have, but I mean, our, our families are still here and they still love us. So you get through it. Yeah. So, um, okay. Jonathan C. Pemberton, now that everyone knows your name. Oh, did you invent Coca-Cola? I didn't. There is a John Pemberton with an oh. H that invented Coke. And so I my, thought my... this whole time. My name, <laughs> my name, you know, that's not true. You're a liar. Uh, my name is a trivia question. Yes. Okay. There was also a general John C. Pemberton in the Civil War, which sometimes people stumble across in their United States history books. <gasps> Interesting. I did not fight at Gettysburg. You should do like Civil War reenactments and be John Pemberton in the reenactments. I'll consider that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yes. Um. Okay. Do you have any questions for me? Um, what is the best Christmas gift you ever got? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to say that there was a year that you surprised me with something. <laughs> I can't it was, it was very meaningful, whatever it was. And I, and I hot or and <laughs> well, keep going tell tell us more i just remember yeah i don't remember what it was um okay john used to get me experiences so wicked was one for sure that i loved um bring it on the musical um for those of you that don't know i will always be a cheerleader in my heart. I was in high school and I will always be a cheerleader. And so bring it on is the best movie ever. Don't let your children watch it. Um, and so John got me tickets to the musical. That was great. And then one year he got me tickets or us tickets to see Jim Brickner, who is a famous piano player. 
And John fell asleep and he was snoring. It was very soothing music. Yeah. yeah. He was snoring. It was dark. Um, it was dark. We had eaten a big meal. Yeah. And Jim Brickman was plucking away on those keys and uh, just sent me off to dream. Like, yeah. So that, I got you Carrie Underwood tickets one year too. Yes, Carrie, Carrie Underwood. Underwood. Yeah. Um, so those are always fun. But you did there was something in my stocking and you don't remember what it was either, huh? Like um Yeah, I, I don't know. An Apple Watch or something, maybe. No, because Haley got me the Apple Watch. Oh yeah. Um, but last year you got me the Dyson hair dryer. Yeah. That thing is amazing, you yeah. guys. The Dyson hair dryer, and then I bought the with like some Christmas money, an extension that like curls it. That is amazing, and we've used it to like blow dry Naya's boots to dry them in the morning. So it's not just a hair dryer, y'all. Yeah. Um, I would say that. What about you? What was your most favorite gift? For five payments of seventeen thousand dollars, <laughs> you can get a Dyson hair dryer. Probably. You know, I've never been big on getting gifts. I think yeah. it's always been hard for people. Uh, yes. If you don't know or if you, you know, if you want to get me something out there, I, I pretty much take coffee gift cards and beef jerky are kind of yeah. the staples for me for yep. Christmas presents, yep. uh, which now beef jerky is quite expensive. Yeah. And so I feel so like that's it's a, a high end yeah. gift. Um, I honestly, off the top of my head, could not even name like a single great Christmas present. Well, I'll tell you two that I've gotten for you that were great. Did I receive them as great yeah. or they? Oh, because oh, okay. there was definitely. Do you want to tell the Apple Watch? I mean, we debacle. Can, we can tell us. Um, okay, but first I have to say the there was one year that I got you a new wallet. Because yeah. you still had the Velcro type wallet. Yeah, I did have yeah. a Velcro wallet. Poor in my guy early with 30s. your tassel shoes and your wow. tapered jeans wow. and your. You're gonna go there. <laughs> you had a Velcro wallet, um. Yeah, so I got you a good wallet. Yeah, that's true. And then your backpack, your laptop backpack. Yeah, that was probably my favorite gift. Yeah. was a backpack that yeah. I still use. That yeah. was a very sturdy backpack. Yeah. Um, and then your sleep. least favorite gift was definitely the Apple Watch. Tell us about that, John. You know, I just um. Tell us about that. I don't really know what to say. I know Melissa thought it would be a wonderful idea to give me an Apple Watch. I mean, who wouldn't be excited to get an Apple Watch? If listen, if you're listening to this and you would not be excited to get an Apple Watch, send me a message. I would love to know because I'm, I think John is the only person in the world. I'm not known for being wow. She's wow. We hit, we hit a nerve with that one, folks. Um, can you feel the breeze? Email me. Cold. I got a little cold in this room right now. <laughs> Email me at melissa at mendingfamilieswa.com. I um I'm not known to be technologically advanced or savvy, and for a while, even I would say I would I was a very intentional about not being like technologically advanced. Yeah. So like the idea of getting text messages on my watch was like I didn't want that because it's like the whole point is that people are on their their life and their devices 24-7, you know, and so you got me this great gift and I just thought, I don't really know that I want this mm. and I couldn't really mask it. I couldn't, yeah. I'm a very good performer. Um, I starred in Macbeth in... Um, that's a lie. At Oxford oh, in 1998 <laughs> in Scotland. I think Oxford <laughs> is in England, but... Um, no, oh, but I, God. I couldn't put on, I should have just tried to like, yeah. this is the best gift ever. Oh my gosh. I yeah. can't believe it. But my face betrayed me. Yes. And you were appalled at the gift. I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then what happened? What happened to that gift? I think you got it. I think or we well, gave it's, it, to it sat in a cupboard or... yeah. for a year. Yeah. 
And then last year I was like, why am I letting this sit in the cupboard? And now it's my watch. Yeah. So Which I think was probably the plan all along. No, it really wasn't. Was if it was the plan all, the, all along, I would have put it on that day. I waited almost a year. It sat in a cupboard for a yeah. year. Yeah, that was a we. That was not a real Christmas. So let's move so on. So sad. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, that's all I got for you. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh. This is a shorty. Oh. Yeah, people don't have time to listen to us talk when they have to get ready for Christmas. Oh, yeah. I just thought they enjoyed hearing, like, details. I know. We're pretty life. funny. We're pretty funny. Yeah. Well, do you have a joke that you could tell us? No. 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 No, I'm not good for being one to put jokes on the spot, but... Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Okay. All right. Well, well, I guess, um, unless you have something more What to is say. Santa oh. Claus's dog's name? Um... <laughs> I'm scared. Santa Paws. Santa Paws. I made that up right now. It's probably a joke from the internet, but I just it came to me. That is such a dad joke. Can you edit that out? That wasn't. No, I'm not gonna edit this. You guys are getting this because I didn't. I don't got time. Okay, so let's just like narrow it down just real quick for the listeners, and we'll wrap it up. Okay. Like like quick tips and tricks. I I shared a couple things about Christmas, but like from your point of view. What are some things that the listeners could take home with them this holiday as they navigate Christmas with kids or yeah. partners or whatever? I think... We'll say with kids for right now. Yeah. I think we have to be flexible and put our own expectations of what we think the holiday should look like or the magic of holiday, what that is. We have to put our own expectations to the side because our kids may not be able to handle it or it might not be as magical for our kids as it is for us. Yeah. We did the North pole cruise. If you live in the inland Northwest in the, where do we live? Pacific Northwest. No, the inland North. Either where do we live? We're the Pacific Northwest Pacific North. is a bigger picture. And then we are in, in the inland Northwest. Of the We're in Pacific Eastern Northwest Washington. Of the so United States of America. If you live in Eastern Washington, then you're probably familiar with the North Pole cruise over in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, which is super cool. And we did it for a couple years, but then it just got to be like too much. Like there was too many people. Um, it just was too much. Pretty and expensive. it was, very, I don't know if I can say that. You can say whatever you it want. It was pricey. It was know? very expensive. It's even, I can't even yeah. imagine what it costs now, yeah. but, um, we just, it was super magical and it was so cool because you'd stand out there and they'd do the bubbles so it looked like it was snowing and Santa would read the list and pr pronounce our kids' names wrong because we have weird names for our kids. Um, But it was still fun. But we just realized like, why do we do this? This is way too much work. First of all, the kids melt down by the end. The Santa doesn't pronounce their names right. And so I think one year we didn't even hear the name because we were like, <laughs> didn't hear the right name. So anyway, we have to put our own expectations to the side and realize like, what can our kids handle? And maybe we will do the North Pole cruise someday in the future when they're all adults with our grandchildren um, or maybe not. But I think that's the biggest thing. And then the flexibility of realizing like, each year might have to be different too. Um, we have a few traditions that we do the same every single year, which is also good because that's predictable and we need, our kids need predictability. Um, and our kids love the tradition. I mean, that's some, Yeah. I was going to say, but then there's some stuff that's like, we may not do it every year. Yeah. Um, or we might throw in something new, but there's definitely those like core things that we do every single year and that's what we stick to no matter what so yeah. 
um, yeah, that's what I would say. Excellent. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for interviewing me today. It's so nice to be on your podcast. If you had a podcast, what would you name it? Um, I don't know. Uh, John's thoughts pool. John, John's. That's really dumb. Nobody would listen to the deep deep thoughts with John. Deep John. No. Jolly John's jovial thoughts. Wow. (laughs) That's a wrap. Cut this thing off. That's terrible. (laughs) Okay. Well, Merry Christmas, John. And a happy new year to you, Melissa. At least not Okay, so the next Monday is Christmas. Um, and so I'm gonna actually do a replay. So I haven't decided what yet, but you're gonna get an episode that I've already played sometime this year because it's Christmas and I don't want to have to worry about recording an episode this week and getting it out for you all on Christmas. And frankly, no one will probably even listen to it because it's Christmas. So what if we just live streamed our whole Christmas day for everyone. We just took the whole day. The whole day. No. Right, um, if we get 10 people that reach out and say, that's a great idea. No, 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 just kidding. We won't do that. Um, okay. So a replay next week. Um, so then come back the following week is actually, can you believe this? January two weeks from today is January. Um, and so January 1st, I will have a new episode. I don't know what yet. So it'll be a surprise for all of us. Um, but also January 1st, I'm going to be starting a five day parenting challenge. So, um, you'll be get if you're on my email list, you'll get an email with the details on how to sign up for that. If you follow me on social media, you'll see it on there, but basically it's just five days, January 1st through the 5th of week or daily emails from me that gives you a little challenge to do a little activity to do with your kids to get the year started off on the right foot with connected and um, just spending time with your kids, delighting in them. And so I'm excited for that. So make sure you're following me somewhere and so that you don't miss out on that because that will be January 1st that that starts. Um, And yeah, I will see you guys all in the new year. Yay. Okay. Merry Christmas. Happy new year. Feliz Navidad. Farewell. Say bye. Uh, Yeah. Wait. Sorry. Bye. Bye. I'm so excited that you found this podcast and I hope you join me every week as you go through your own journey towards healing. One thing I truly believe in is that trauma awareness is so important to our future generations and it starts with you.